Welcome to the Love Heal Thrive podcast. I'm your host, Erin Gray, and today we are diving into the first part of a four-part series on the counter chakra system, all from my book, Establishing Equilibrium. I cannot wait to dive into this incredible wisdom with you. Let's get started. It has been an incredible week of bringing this beautiful book into life. We got to have my launch party on Sunday. We did our online launch party yesterday. Oh my goodness, there is so much love and healing and journeying happening right now. It is so exciting and I can't wait to dive into this with you. I've been on a couple other chakra podcasts, so I want you to be sure to check those out. I was on the Chakra Way podcast, and that actually just dropped today as of this recording on Thursday, October 5th. And I also recorded an episode for Your Chakra Coach, which will drop on October 13th. Lucky October 13th. So be sure to follow those podcasts. They're great hosts, wonderful shows to listen to. And if you are into the chakras, this is just another opportunity to dive in even deeper into this incredible learning. These women are wonderful. Check them out. Listen to my podcasts when they come available and just share the love. Begin to dive in even more. So let's us dive in. Today, we are going to start to book chat about establishing equilibrium. I could not be more excited to dive into this and to begin to explore these partnerships because I just find this healing so profound. And as I have mentioned in many talks and many interviews, I researched this for years. I found this partnership between these energy centers and I began to heal with my clients in partnership. I never just healed one chakra individually. Well, it's not entirely true. I would start with all of them individually, assess where each of them was individually, but then I would find one in conversation with them. I would collect where their physical symptoms were showing up. And then I would see that and confirm that energetically that the energy center that was excessive was creating those symptoms. However, I knew to heal the counter chakra and in strengthening and building up that counter chakra, we brought balance and equilibrium into both partners. So it is really about this incredibly cool partnership that exists between the two energy centers. So today we're going to dive into the crown chakra and the solar plexus chakra. We're going to review the basic information about each of them. And then we're going to talk about how they partner together and what to do about it if you have this energetic state. So I'd like to begin here because the relationship between our gut and our brain has been scientifically proven. According to the NIH, the National Library of Medicine, 600 million neurons live within our enteric system. So the enteric system is part of the autonomic nervous system that lives here within our gut. So these neurons then create neurotransmitters that then communicate. It creates this bi-directional communication between the gut and the brain. So knowing this, this is scientifically proven. The gut-brain axis has been talked about for quite some time. So each of our energy centers, our chakras, feed each of our organs the energy that it needs to function within our body. So it's not a huge leap to surmise that the 
energy centers that feed these organs also communicate with each other. So we begin with the crown chakra and the solar plexus chakra partnership. And these have worked as counter chakras. And I'm going to dive into the themes and the symptoms here. And so I want you to take note if you are experiencing some of these symptoms, because then I'm going to show you how to work the system and how to use the system and apply this system so that you can attain balanced health and healing and establish your own equilibrium here within the partnership. So the symptoms found within the solar plexus chakra that allows us to locate our solar plexus as excessive, that it is showing the symptoms that we need to remedy, include being a perfectionist, having digestive problems, having great fear or control or criticalness about yourself or about others, or struggling with digestive issues. In addition to the digestive challenges that the solar plexus presents. It's also important to look at the symptoms that present themselves in what we might not expect. So this is our sense, our organ of sense. This is, which is the eyes. So if your eyes are having challenges, this is a symptom of the solar plexus, as well as our organ of action. So the organ of action for the solar plexus is the feet and the legs. So these are subtleties that you might not always look at or recognize because we know it to be true that the digestive issues are solar plexus issues. But these are where we begin to combine our symptoms. If you are having, I have found 100% people who are struggling with their solar plexus not only have digestive symptoms, but they also have eye symptoms, feet and leg symptoms. So begin to combine your symptoms so that you can create the most accurate roadmap for yourself. So all of these are very loud. The solar plexus is very loud. The element that balances the solar plexus here is fire, and it is matures between the ages of 14 and 21. The theme here is about our individuation. It is about who we are as a person. And when out of control, it can become the ego, but there is a very healthy place to bask in when you know you are the individual divine imprint that exists. So it's important to be you. You are the only you that was created and it is needed. When it gets out of balance, like all things, then it becomes an issue. But it is really important to know you are needed. You are being called to your individual purpose here on earth. And it is so important to answer that call. We're gonna talk about that in just a little bit. So again, if you are having diabetes or stomach ulcers or anything here within the digestion area with your pancreas, your liver, your spleen, your gallbladder, your stomach, these are symptoms to note so that we can offer you a roadmap toward the end of this episode. The location of your solar plexus is here right below your breastbone, and it is the energy center that feeds all your digestive organs. So some questions that you can ask yourself to discern whether or not this is the energy center that needs your focus right now would be, are you struggling with control? Have you felt stuck in your life? Have you been riddled with fear? Have you felt lost or without a clear idea of who you are? And have you been experiencing digestive issues? These are clear markers that this is an area of your body that is asking for attention. It can be excessive. These are all excessive symptoms because right now 
or through the counter chakra process, we look to the excessive symptoms to then guide us toward the asymptomatic counter chakra. So how this system works is that you're going to collect all of your symptoms and you are going to locate which chakra houses the energy that is erupting those symptoms, that is causing those symptoms. And when you can locate that particular chakra, so the traditional chakra system would say to heal and balance and feed that particular chakra, which is not incorrect. However, the departure here in this process, in the counter chakra healing process found within establishing equilibrium, is that we look to the partner, the counter chakra, to feed that counter chakra, to bring balance into the partnership. Because in my belief, in my findings, in my studies, I found the energy center, the chakra that was excessive, because it is trying to feed the energy of its counter chakra in order to create balance and equilibrium between the two energy centers. So by giving healing and energy and attention and love to the asymptomatic chakra, we draw this balance here between the two energy centers. So one is always symptomatic, one is always asymptomatic. And the traditional chakra system would say to focus on that symptomatic chakra, but I have found focusing on the asymptomatic chakra draws equilibrium and balance into both energy centers and to the partnership within a whole. Next, we're going to move on to the crown chakra, and then we're going to pull it all together. And I'm going to show you how these two work together so that you can achieve the highest health and healing for your own self. So if your crown chakra is excessive, you may find that you are sensitive to light that you may have neurological disorders, you may have ADHD, hormone imbalance, or dyslexia. You may experience boredom, frustration, migraines, or perhaps even vertigo. So within the crown chakra, the organ of action is the mind. So meditation is incredibly helpful here. And because it is simply being a part of the divine in the collective consciousness, there is no sense. It is just the all-knowing here in this space. So, but we can collect the symptoms of our mind, our migraine, our neurological disorders. These are the symptoms that will direct us that we may be struggling here within the crown chakra. The crown chakra is located just above our physical skull. However, there is this space right on the top of our skull that is this opening where we are born and where we die, where we leave from, that exists right here. And it is called the cave of Brahma. And the Sanskrit term is Brahmharandra. It is this beautiful space that we experience and are allowed to depart from our bodies and go up to connect to the divine and where we can then pause and open up that skylight and draw that energy in. So I tell this story in Establishing Equilibrium, but I feel like this is a really beautiful time to tell this story. And I may tell it again another time later when we talk about another aspect of this system. So we have this opening here at the top of our skull. And when we open up that beautiful cave of Brahma, we allow this energy to pour down into this space in between the two hemispheres of our brain called our Shunya Mandala. And just allowing when you find yourself being exhausted. We're going to circle back at this at the end of this episode as well. Feeding this space here will help draw in divine connection, divine energy. 
my dad passed away back in 1999. So it has been many, many, many years of healing for me. And But I, I had the honor of being in his hospital room when he passed away. And there was lots of us there. We were singing and being with him. We knew that he was going to pass away. We had all taken time with him and had said our final words of, I love you and I forgive you. You have my permission to go. All the things I would recommend if you are in the process of saying goodbye to a loved one as well. Taking that time individually to love and forgive is so healthy for everyone. Anyway, back to the chakras. <laughs> so I was sitting there at the foot of his bed, just watching. And he was about to take his final breath. And I saw, and at the time, I didn't know all that I know now. To me, all it looked like was light bulbs. So all of a sudden, I saw this light bulb go out in his root chakra. And then I saw the next light bulb go out. It turned dark in his sacral chakra. And then I saw this light bulb go out and turn dark in his solar plexus and then in his heart, and then in his throat, and then in his third eye, and then in his crown. And then I literally saw golden energy fly out the top of his head up to return to divine source. And then the heart monitor went flatline. It was so incredible. And I literally looked around the room like, did anyone just see what I saw? And it was clear that that was just a moment for, for me and my dad. And it was so special and so incredible. But I encourage you to dive into this whole system and to understand how powerful our crown chakra is. The theme here is that it connects us to the divine, to our divine purpose and to our collective consciousness. It is that we are all connected. We are all here together, but it's not enough to just live all together. You yourself are being called to a divine mission here within this earth. So how can you, as you the person that you are, be the individuation that you are being called to be by the divine. So the divine is timeless. There isn't an age where it matures. And here it is located just above the crown of the head. So let's dive into the polarity here. How do these two work together? Let's start with our theme. We have here within the crown chakra, this beautiful collective consciousness. We are all connected Everything happens in the perfect divine time, in the perfect divine way, in the perfect divine order. We can trust and know everything is a blessing. And here we have the solar plexus that is down within the physical chakras, right? As a reminder, chakras one, two, and three manage our physical world in this physical space. Chakras five, six, and seven are our spiritual chakras that manage our spiritual life. And our heart, our anahata here is the astral bridge between the two. So the counter chakra system pairs one physical chakra with one spiritual chakra. And I think that this continues to be a beautiful struggle that we experience every day in our life. I think we vacillate between how much we are managing as humans and how much we try to lean into our spiritual life. And we need that balance. We can't be too much in reality and we can't be too much in the spiritual world either. We need the equilibrium. And so collect your symptoms. Are you experiencing more solar plexus symptoms right now? Or are you experiencing more crown chakra symptoms? And if you are, then you want to feed and nourish the counter chakra in order to establish equilibrium here within the partnership. And we can begin to look at this thematically. 
Our crown chakra is all about our collective consciousness and being connected, trusting in divine source, in the perfect timing, in the perfect way. And our solar plexus is all about our individuation. It is about who we are as a person, as an individual. And when out of control, it becomes critical and fearful and controlling, but it doesn't have to be. Each of these are so important. And when we can draw in our divine purpose and allow us ourselves to magnetize the opportunity within our life, we don't have to force it. We can magnetize and simply receive and allow divine guidance, divine favor into our life. Then we don't have to push Life doesn't have to be so hard and so controlling. When we invite the divine into our solar plexus, we can then trust and know everything happens in the perfect divine time, in the perfect divine way. So I like to use avatars in the book. I try to tell as many stories as possible to make it illustrative. I like to learn through stories, so I thought that you might as well. Each of our energy centers releases energy out of it. So it absorbs energy from our environment, from our food, from meditation, but it also releases energy out to create one layer of our seven layer aura. So each one of our energy centers creates one layer of our aura, creating a seven layer aura comprised of the energy from our chakras. And this is why this is so important. If one of our energy centers is stagnant, meaning that it is not releasing energy, we then assess because we use our aura to assess a room, to assess people. So if that chakra is stagnant, as is the layer of the aura that is stagnant. So our assessment of a certain situation may be altered because this energy center is also stagnant. So to get a real touch point on reality, we need to have all seven energy centers beaming, amazing, wonderful. And this may also offer some compassion for some of those people who you're like, wait, what? How are they seeing this situation this way? This is how their energy center is stagnant. So that layer of their aura is stagnant. So as we do this work, we begin to have a more accurate assessment of life. So when the crown chakra is excessive and the solar plexus is deficient, this is the overthinker. This is the person who is always in their mind, always exhausted, thinking, thinking, thinking. However, Their individuation here is compromised because they're overthinking. One, they feel like they have to succumb to the group, to the collectiveness, and they don't know where their own needs are. They don't, they question everything. So they don't really know who they are because when they think to put a step forward about who they might be, they question it. So this person really struggles with self-worth and self-identity and where their place is. And so I would recommend for this person, if you are struggling here, choose one thing, choose one need, choose one boundary to set, choose one need that you could feed tonight, tonight, but before you go to sleep tonight, set this, set this as your homework today. I want to see you take care of this today and begin this activation today. And let me know in the comments down below, what did you choose and how did it affect your life? Choose one thing one way that you can nourish your individuation and know that it's right. That is your divine individuation. You are not being selfish. You are not being ego driven. You are being divinely called to be precisely who you are meant to be. So bask in that knowing and honor yourself in the most beautiful and loving way. 
Now, the reverse can be true too. We can have an excessive solar plexus and a deficient crown chakra. So this looks a lot like the ego drive. This looks like the controlling, the fear, the criticalness of yourself and of others, the perfectionist. And how we remedy this is we then invite, we open up that sunroof at the crown of our head and draw in this beautiful golden light into this space called the Shunya Mandala. It is right in between, right in the middle between the left hemisphere of the brain and the right hemisphere of the brain. And when we draw in this beautiful golden light here into the Shunya Mandala, it then creates balance and soothes and placates the excessive solar plexus. And I want you to do this for 10 minutes today before you go to bed. So if you are experiencing either one of these states, Choose one of these tools and activate on it before you go to sleep tonight. Draw this healing in and begin to watch how different life begins to experience for you. And again, as I had said, each one of our energy centers releases energy out to create one layer of our aura. So another fascinating aspect that I dive into in establishing equilibrium is the auric effect. I swear each of these could probably be in their own book and and maybe at some point. But for today they're all in establishing equilibrium. Be sure to get your coffee and buy one for all your friends because it is amazing. (laughs) But so our aura then is experienced. I have found this pattern to be true. So when the crown chakra is deficient and the solar plexus is excessive, the aura is very tight to the body because we have this desire for control. We need to be critical. We're afraid to let anyone in. We're afraid to let any experience in because we need this excessive control. And when the crown chakra is excessive and the solar plexus is deficient, the aura is wide because we're all one and I don't, I'm not really quite sure where I belong here, but I know I'm so happy where we are all one. And please do not misunderstand me here. It is important that we are all connected. It is important that we share this collective consciousness. Absolutely. And it is also equally important for you to own your divine individuation here in this life for you. It is not only okay, but it is necessary for you to answer the call to what you are being called to do in this life as your version of you. So I hope this first part of my four-part series of Establishing Equilibrium and the Counter Chakra Process is so helpful for you. I want you to establish your own equilibrium. I want you to find your balance here. It is so important and so necessary that we do this work and do this reflective work and then act on our homework. So if either one of these energy centers are a challenge for you, please tell me down below what you chose to do today. And if you found this helpful, thank you so much for sharing my podcast with all your friends, all your loved ones on all your social media networks. And join me, join me on Facebook, join me on Instagram, follow me on YouTube. I would love to get to know you better I love that we share this time together and I'd love to get to know you better. So join in the conversation. I would love to know how this is helping you. Good luck this week and I will see you next week. Take care. Thank you so much for diving into the counter chakra with me, into the solar plexus and the crown chakra, diving into all things establishing equilibrium. Be sure to join my newsletter at lovehealthrive.com and I will see you next week. Love yourself enough to heal 
heal yourself enough to thrive. Take care. 